It's the Tim Cornwall Show with Joe Santorsa. Bringing you news from the front lines of the battle to restore the soul of America. And now, here's your host, Tim Cornwall. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to episode 676 of the Tim Cornwall Show for Sunday, November 20th, 2022. It's the week of Thanksgiving. Yay. And I'm joined on the show once again by my co-host, co-producer, and resident Photoshop expert, Joe, no longer Marnus3 on Twitter. <laughs> nope. You should be. Nope. You should get uh, minus three on Mastodon. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, I'm going to check that out as soon as the show's over. Yeah. Good. So, oh, welcome, Joe. Glad to have you back. Also from the left coast, Justice Putnam. It's been a while since you joined us. Glad to have you back, Justice. Glad to be back, and it's uh, great to be back. Yeah, glad to have you back. And the Ed McMahon and Tim Cornwall show. Hi, <laughs> Francie Fifty Seven. <laughs> Francie, how are you, Francie? Oh, you know, fine. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and back with us again this week from my old stomping ground, John Britvo, Blue Mountain, Texas. How are you, John? I'm doing fine, buddy. Rocking and rolling. How are y'all? Doing great. Doing great. Yeah. yeah so, get it going so John, I, I understand you got some fr- frigid temperatures down there. <laughs> we are in the middle of a blizzard. We woke up this morning. It was 47 degrees here at my house. I could hardly... I, Put another log on the fire, baby. That's all you can do. You can't go outside in this stuff. You'll freeze out the minute. You- <laughs> right. Well, I love rubbing it in. <laughs> no, it, 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 uh, we've been overcast down here, but yeah, we're, we're holding on. Well, we're holding on. John, you know what our high is today? Don't torture me, Tim. 28. <laughs> 28. I'm going to pray for you, buddy. <laughs> it's going to warm I'll up tomorrow. Pray for you. We're supposed to oh, warm up man. tomorrow into the forties, so mm-hmm. so yeah. So John, we're glad to have you back. Any new news? Thank ta- you. Any new news down Texas way? Well, yeah. it, it's going to be a, a busy few days. Next few days. Uh, yesterday, I went and finalized uh, a deal with our local HEB uh, to put together uh, about forty-five Thanksgiving dinners, complete with the turkey, the pan to cook it in, the mashed potatoes, the stuff in uh green bean casserole the pie everything oh that's great and, uh, we have we're gonna we're gonna distribute them uh on monday uh courtesy of the blue dot family uh to two separate churches uh, in two different towns uh to you know do our part baby try to try to impact your neighborhood or your community any way you can yeah and, uh blue dot family stepped up and then yeah so we're gonna provide a few meals and the tune to one thousand four hundred dollars worth Wow! Nice. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. A, a good, a good shout out to all our blue dots, and uh, yes. Yeah. Well, I'll give you the applause. Thank you. Thank you. We're cooking down here. Baby. We're trying to keep the ball rolling. Yeah, and I'm sure uh, 77. Good. You you're, you live near 77, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's uh, not I'm too far sure. from me. I'm sure it's got RV after RV after RV going down south for the snowbirds for the winter. (laughs) Yeah, the migration is starting. Yeah, I remember that. Driving up 77 and just, wow, just just like a line. (laughs) When the weather turns cold up north, our population increases down here in South Texas. We enjoy it, though. We, We welcome them all. Well, that's great. That's great, John. We're glad to have you back and tell people where they can check you out. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under John Britvo or YouTube at a Blue Dot in Texas, on uh, TikTok at a Blue Dot in Texas, uh, uh, and soon to be on Mastodon. All right. Thank you, John. <laughs> Since you brought it up, I already downloaded it while I was waiting here. So. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Yes, I joined oh, Mastodon, good. but I'll tell you about that later. So, and Francie, what's happening in Delaware Way? 
Um, it's 36 degrees here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to pray for you. At least you're above freezing. You. I mean, we should be in the 50s. Just saying. You know, <laughs> 40s, 50s. Uh, um, oh, God. I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm wrung out. I'm wore out. I'm fed up. We yeah. got a little bit more rib down here in South Texas, baby. <laughs> uh, Come just, on down. I'm just. I'm just hanging on. You know what I mean? Just hanging on, hanging in. Uh, you can still find me on Twitter until the bitter ends. Um, on Mastodon, I think I'm still Francie57. You can find me on Mastodon. I'm on Counter Social, Francie57. I'm on Twitch. I'm on, that's Francie275. I'm on Discord. I don't know what Francie I am. <laughs> All right, thank you, Francis. Facebook. I did. I didn't delete my account, but I'm not on there that much. On Facebook. Um. Other than that, you can find me wandering around my yard. <laughs> All right, thank you, Francis. Like looking up at the clouds, nah. screaming at screaming at leaves. You yeah. know, get off my. <laughs> get off my. Uh, I mean, we still have um, trumpets, trumpetkins, trumpets, magagagas around here. <laughs> They had their friggin' flags at half staff. <laughs> I don't. I saw that on Twitter. People were showing the flags at half staff. We have them here too. Don't ask me what, why. Oh my god! Like the Go Brandon flags, the Trump Pence. Well, they erased Pence off those. <laughs> the Trump. The even the um. Don't. So no, they like use black or white white paint. Actually, you uh, know white. Oh, of course. Uh, Hmm. Don't tread on me, flags. Oh yeah, all half staff, and I'm like, does anyone know why? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I'll be happy when they're all gone. <laughs> That's all. Oh. And thank you for having me, because you guys, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. You guys keep me going. Honestly, I appreciate it. Yeah, well, we love keeping you going, Francine. We love having you. Yeah, because so. <laughs> that clown car boy, I'm buckled up. I got my. Barf bag or whatever I need because <laughs> I need the laps. We oh. all do. All right, Francie fifty seven on the Twitter machine and on Mastodon and on uh, Facebook. So thank you, Francie. No, Always. no, no Facebook. No, 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 no Facebook. No Facebook. Counter oh. social. Counter so. Oh, counter social. Okay. All right. <laughs> thank you, Francie. You know what? I'm going to come up with my old social media. Okay. <laughs> thank you. I heard it's been done. All right. Thank, right? thank you, Francie. And uh, Justice, what's happening out uh, Oregon Way? Well, we are at 36 currently, too, but it's uh, clear. And we're expecting rain and snow later on at the end of next week or this coming week. So we'll look forward to that. This is our normal weather pattern. It's actually quite lovely to have some normalcy with weather, <clears throat> if not climate. We'll have new normals with climates, and that'll just keep changing. Hmm. That's how normals are. Right. So, uh, other than that, well, uh, it, you know, we had the uh, one of the grand distinctions of uh, having a solidly Democratic congressional district flip to a repug, but uh, it wasn't because of any anything that had to do with the the candidate that we were running on the democratic side, but more to do with some 
way of uh, stopping the so-called gridlock in the state house, and the gridlock meant that Republicans would leave the state so no one could get anything voted on. <laughs> so we made so we made a deal with them that we would like redistrict, and of course, what are you going to do? So we get to lose the House of Representatives and our supermajority here in our Oregon State House. So I guess now they don't have to leave the state to stop everything. Yeah, well, but at least you got a Democratic governor. <laughs> at least we have that, and and that is helpful. Um, it's really odd that the only way to govern is to have a supermajority. Hmm. And I I have been proposing that yeah. if we are truly able to get rid of this scourge that has such a tectonic goose-stepping cadence to it. <laughs> um, you know, the Democratic yeah. Party yep. wouldn't be one-party rule. It would be a parliament. I mean, look at us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's worried about a one-party rule. I wish. Great. Hmm. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell people, don't worry. Don't worry. Well, On yeah, a personal yeah. note, on a personal note, my mom had her hip replacement surgery and she is progressing so much that i have to like stop her oh that's good you know i mean she still needs you know she wants to walk away from the walker and i'm like yeah you just keep dragging it along you know for now until somebody tells us that you know you don't have to <sighs> but she wants to go out there and cut herself up trimming the rose bush and she wants to yeah. go out and you know so i have to slow her down a little bit and it's good yeah, and uh, the good. main the main thing that we've noticed is that she's just not in the abject, continuous grinding pain that just hurts everybody's disposition, let alone their you know, mm -hmm. their their health. Well, that's great. So that's, so that's good. But on my side, I have like some really bad knees from being an idiot when I was younger. <laughs> that meant like ah, I tried. I, just, done that. I tried to play sports. And oh. uh, got to the college level and then decided, I'm not going to be a pro football player. What the hell am I thinking? <laughs> so then I went out and worked in the trades or whatever. And just, you know, you, you never think that you're going to feel as bad as you do when you get older. When you're <laughs> <younger. laughs> I've heard. So it's like, you know, I, I had, you know, I haven't quite embraced this much pain, Wee. I guess, you know. And it's just, it's not. Like, really, I, I want to say it's debilitating because it was actually, I, it was hard to get out of bed because, every, you know, I just couldn't move my leg and I had to be on crutches and I'm, at least I'm off the crutches and stuff. But, uh, but I guess I have to now speed up my knee replacement surgery and then the one on the other one. So, uh, if I had any advice for parents out there, um, I don't know. Put your kids in STEM, not sports. All right. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. So, Justice, tell people where they can check you out. You can check me out still on Twitter. I'm there till the bitter end, and <laughs> I still have I still have my uh, MySpace account. So, yeah, <laughs> find me there. I'll find of course, you there. <laughs> of course, I am on Daily Co's, and it's more than just a social media site. I mean, you could consider it to be quite activist as well so you can find me on daily co's of course on netroots radio because we are a bulwark against the fascism rampaging around the globe yeah and uh, and uh yeah there netroots radio 
All right. Thank you, Justice. Always glad to have you back. And Joe, what's happening up Scranton Way? It's cold. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I just I I just checked my my uh my uh, uh weather station. Yeah. And the windshield was minus four or plus fourteen. Oh. Yeah. Oh, plus fourteen. Ours, ours is twenty one windshield. I got a lot of praying to do. Thank it's, you. The the air temperature is twenty four, but when the wind kicks up to thirty miles an hour, it goes yes. close to zero. Yeah. Oh my god. So yesterday I put up all my Christmas decorations outside. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, Big because Batman would be so proud. Yeah, well, you know, I I figured today wouldn't be the day because they'd be blown away. Mm. Right. And I have to anchor everything down. I have stakes in the ground, and uh, you know, I have from uh, stakes. Oh God, no! <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm and I'm so okay. so happy that I'm uh, that the bridge between me and Twitter is is just smoldering. Burned. Oh, yeah. smoldering! Yeah, oh, you burnt. burned it. Blew it up. <laughs> it's burnt. And uh, so, tell I, the truth, Joe. You're going over there every every, every once in a while and fanning it, aren't you? I, I have a blowtorch. There you go. <laughs> just to make sure it stays burned. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I don't know if he's going to reinstate me though. Um, he may, you know. <laughs> but uh, oh, oh wait, see. you got you got thrown off. Oh, you didn't hear about that frenzy? Oh, oh. my goodness, he he, oh, no. he set a I bomb on the bridge and off. set it off. Baby. Okay, how did you get thrown off, Joe? I need uh, a, uh, a, a, a go ahead. Anac- read the tweet, Joe. Read the <laughs> tweet, oh, please. An innocuous little tweet, okay. harmless. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I don't know why uh, it happened to me. Um, like a match? No, I mean, I, I just tweeted something in, in the name of free speech, and I tweeted right directly, directly to Elon Musk. Oh. I addressed it at Elon okay. Musk. Okay. And, and uh, appreciating his takeover and the free speech he's offering me. Yeah. And I said, uh, you know, Elon Musk is a fucking shit-eating, maggot-loving, vomit-inducing, venomous, corpse-eating, skull-fucking, <laughs> cock-snot, ass-mucus, bitch-ass motherfucker. <laughs> yes! I don't know why he got thrown off. That's free speech. <laughs> I added, oh, I added fare, farewell, Twitter oh. friends, hashtag yes. goodbye, Twitter. <laughs> yes. And as soon as I pushed post... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a second later, I got kicked off permanently. <laughs> yeah. I permanent see. suspension. <laughs> Joe, did Are you, you serious? It was only that? seconds later. <laughs> actually, actually, uh, I, I think it, it might have happened even as I was writing it. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> did you screenshot it? Because I uh, heard, I heard that they oh, he, yes. he he you did insist. It? Yes. He did insist on having an algorithm to make sure that post didn't come from any of his kids. <laughs> okay. Are you sure you talked about him or Herschel Walker? Right. <laughs> I'm talking about Ellen. He has uh, some progeny from some very uh, interesting ways. Let's see. Can I post that in the chat? Oh, Let's my God. Uh, you need to print that and sign that for me. <laughs> that is suitable for framing. That is beautiful. I love oh, it. I framed it. I framed yes. it. Yes. Good. Uh, yeah. Ask Elon Musk. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll post it as soon as I can. <laughs> Would you autograph me? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Just send oh, me, print it, and send no, it to me. I'll autograph it, send it back with your Christmas card. Right. What could I say? Yes. There you go. Yes. Autographed screenshot of the tweet. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. The tweet bomb. <laughs> the tweet bomb. All you right. spared nothing, Joe. You you put in every insult, you know, that you could possibly. Think. Well, I was limited by the, you know, the right, the, the, the limit. So I, I couldn't. But you went to the limit. Wee! You got to do a gif. You got to do a gif with Elon Musk's head on Bush uh, with the shoe oh, being thrown at him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Musk. Oh God, you're my hero. Oh, I love it. Yes. Go, go big or go home, Joe. And you went. Well, I, 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 I thought he'd appreciate my free speech. Yes. I guess he didn't. Yeah. I do. Nope. nope. I did. I People did. who purport to be absolutists about free speech are absolutely appalled by free speech. And they're, they're very thin-skinned. I don't know why he was thin-skinned about that. I thought I was very accurate describing his personality. But well, he, I don't know. He thinks he's something else. I guess. But that, you're you're assuming he has self-reflection. Let's see. Here it is. There. I just, I just put oh, it. Oh, yay! <laughs> oh, suitable for framing. I love it. <laughs> All right. So, Joe, tell me where they can check you out. Not on Twitter. <laughs> uh, not on Twitter. Not on Twitter. You uh, still on Facebook? I'm, I'm amazed. Uh, right. Not oh, on okay. Uh, WordPress, where I publish the Clown Car update every week, and on Friday nights, I'm on. Uh, it came from Cleveland, where we do, you know innocuous things like talk about you know horror movies and stuff like that but that's beside the point right um but uh that's it that's all you can see me and oh i'm working on mastodon as we speak so maybe you'll find me there yeah okay cool cool all right yeah then started a movement tim so just just print that uh uh yes and and i'll i'll autograph it and send it back all right all right thank you joe yay TimCormont.com is the website for our show. We're available on Stitcher, Apple, Google, Amazon Podcasts, and we're broadcast on Networks Radio Justice, 6.30 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern over at NetworksRadio.com, as well as on Radio for Humans, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern and on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. And we got a great Facebook page that Joe runs for us, and uh, I am on still on the Twitter. At Tim Cormall, right. I am on the uh, Facebook, Tim Cormall, and I am now on the Mastodon at Tim Cormall at uh, mastodon.lol. <laughs> At what what server did you use? Okay. I I use the mastodon.lol. So so mastodon oh, is okay. distributed. Uh, so you join a server, but you can still talk to people on other servers. But right. uh, okay. But uh, you have to pick a server. So I picked the one that said it was for anti-fascists and for LGBTQ and also. Um, I think activists or something like that, but it's mastodon.lol. Okay, cool. I'm looking for it as we speak, and I don't see it. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Because I don't know what server I'm on. I don't know what server I'm on. I know I'm on there. Yeah. So, but anyway, Tim at Tim Cormor cool. at mastodon.lol. 
And uh, and uh, with that, let's do uh, follow me. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Pinterest. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on MySpace. What the hell is MySpace? Follow me on Musically. Follow me on Reddit. Follow me on the sidewalk. Follow me on the road. Follow me on WhatsApp. Follow me on Daily Motion. Follow, 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 follow. All right. I love it. Francie, who is your social media friend of the week? Oh, my God. I love your... um. Bumper. <laughs> that, that's a great bumper. Um, well, we had to get rid of Twitter for end of the week because because uh, Joe quit <laughs> and everybody right. a lot of other people. I know. So you need to have something different, which is fine. My social media friend on Twitter <laughs> is at Call to Activism. Call to Activism. Stand up oh, for decency. Yeah. We're Democrats taking action to stop playing nice to defeat. MAGA or MAGAGA. MAGAGA. Follow so Trump loses the popular vote for a third time. And yeah, I picked them because, you know, they're right on the they're right on the pulse of what's going on, you know? So check them out. Give them a follow. All right. At Call to Activism on Twitter. All these links will be in the show notes. And let's go to uh, John, who's your Twitter friend. Or actually, my, social media friend, I should say. <laughs> my yeah. social media friend, it's on Twitter. Uh, but I wanted to pick him because one is sentiment. He said this morning, touched my heart. And, and besides that, uh, he was the first Twitter friend I ever used when I came onto your show. And, uh, so I'm circling him back, baby. And his name is Brooklyn dad defiant at at MM Padillion. Uh, and, uh, he is a a proud Papa and, uh, and, uh, an activist that has been using his voice for a long time. This morning he wrote, and, and, and I, it, it, I want the same thing. I think everybody does. He said, I just want to live in a country where they don't have my, where I'm sorry. Let me start my mouth over again. <laughs> I just want our kids to live in a country where they don't have to wake up to a mass shooting hate attacks like the one that killed five and wounded 18 in a Colorado Springs LGBTQ club last night. Is yep. that too much to ask? Right. And I don't think it is. Uh, Amen. It's a dream that we all keep working for, and we hope one day we will get there. But it's not going to be anytime soon, baby. So keep using your voice. Yeah, well, keep I think using your voice. I really think that it it's the Gen Z, those people that turned 18 and in 2024, we got a millions of them, 16 yep. and 17 year olds that will be old enough to vote in 2024. Yes, sir. But yep, they're tired sure. of it. They're tired of it, yes. and they've elected Maxwell Frost, who I'm was one of, yes. who was one of the Parkland students. Yep, you know, youngest there's, member of there's Congress. There's going to be a change coming, baby. Yeah, and it's going to be a good one. Well, why do you think the why do you think the Republicans are screaming about raising the voting age to twenty one? I know, twenty one. Hell, why not twenty five? Well, you know what? If you can serve in the military at eighteen, you can vote. That's what I've always said. If you're going to ask Thank me to you. die, I want to vote on this shit. If you're if you're a ten year old female, you could be forced to have a child. I mean, are you kidding me? Right? Or are you shitting me? Uh, I see are Mike Pence on this morning's talk show. Oh God! Oh, God. Make me puke the whole damn. Someone day. shut him up, please. Uh, slap him. Where's that slap, Tim? That man. Oh, oh yeah, God. right. There you go. Right. Ah, that's yes. what he needs, right there. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what? The bottom line is, he ain't. He he's not gonna ever have a chance of running of no. being president so no. why why is it why are they even giving him airtime on the I mean, air because he's a, a poser he's a political I've said it for ever since the first time i said that man stands in front of the freaking mirror all day long 
getting getting his look just right. Yeah. So when he goes in front of the camera, he can look sincere. Well, they said, oh, you know, oh I remember, God. I remember back in the two thousands when he was in the House of Representatives, everybody knew that he was the dumbest member of the House of Representatives. They had really? to tell him how to vote on stuff because he had he really? just, wow. Yeah, I mean, and can you imagine being dumber than Louis Gomer? <laughs> Walker's trying to get in there. Walker's trying to get in there. There's going to be a new line drawn. Dummies, where's some dummies in there? Yeah. Well, all right, all right. So, uh, Padel and Justice, who's your social media friend this week? My social media friend of the week is also still on Twitter, and you've seen her on cable, MSNBC, and others, Rachel Bittacoper, at Rachel Bittacoper, political branding strategist, ad slinger, and polling slash targeting expert, undesirable number one. And she also has this Twitter account, Killed Fascism, hashtag Roe Rage, and hashtag PNW, which we all know affectionately as the Pacific Northwest. Ah. So she's a great follow. So do at Rachel Bittacofer. All right. Again, these links are all in the show notes. Joe, who's your social media friend of the week? Nancy Pelosi. Oh, I love her. Ah, mm. yay! Woohoo! Mainly because yeah. <laughs> she she set all those all those right wingers hair on fire. Man. Yeah. yeah. And I like anybody that sets right wing wingers hair on fire. And she's been a great, great congresswoman, a great woman, leader. Yes. Uh, and you can tell she's doing good work because the uh, every male uh, conservative hates her, is intimidated <laughs> by her. And, um, you know, good. Uh, thank you, Nancy, for your service. I'm glad she's staying in Congress. And welcome, Hakeem Jeffries, who I always thought would make a fantastic speaker. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Maybe 2024. Uh, Maybe. But, you know, what I heard, though, is uh, if if the Democrats could, could vote and block, because we still don't know exactly what the, the, the number is going to be, because there's still some races out there that are haven't been called, but... You know, if it, if it's two or three votes, and the majority for the Republicans, if they if the Democrats could go out and get uh, a couple of Republicans to vote with them for Speaker, they could uh, they could uh, um, you know elect Liz Cheney to the Speakership. <laughs> oh, please! <laughs> I don't know oh. if that's a necessarily oh. any. Better, but I, I, <laughs> it was, it I think in this moment of time, it, it would be, be the ultimate comeuppance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they hate her too. But only in this moment in time. But right. aren't the rules that you have to actually be from a district to nope. be able to? The speaker no? does not have to. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's, that's why they were talking about uh, Trump what? being speaker. Yes, that's right. yeah. What happened to that guy's about Donnie being speaker? He's huh? he's a little busy right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a few things on his plate. Yeah, he's yeah. about to be a heck of a he's, lot busy. He's, uh, I think he's in the same jail. room because mm -hmm. there's a few more helpings coming too. Yeah. He's got a jack on Good. his tail. All yes. right, so Nancy Pelosi on Facebook, she is awesome. Yay. And uh, I chose Middle Age Riot on Twitter. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Jokes Wait. by John Hartzell, he, him. And this just made me laugh. He says, a haiku for Carrie Lake. Ha, uh, ha, 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 ha. 
ha 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 not conceded, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> and then I kept hearing all this weird weather about all this insane snow being called the lake effect. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, yeah. okay. I didn't think about it that way. There is there some sort <laughs> yeah. of connection. Oh, that's, I yeah. think there is. There you go. Yes. Very good. Right. Rim shot. There you go. Yeah. All right. I'll so be, I'll these... be here all weekend. Yeah, it's yeah. almost yeah. over. So all of these <laughs> social media friends are are uh, in the show notes over timcolmo.com and uh with that john shall we have a rant what? should we I, have a rant did i did i yeah. say something yes you did hey donnie would you like to suck my butt? That's right. right anyway, what's going on today, John? Well, one, like I said, it's cold outside, so we're inside uh, today to do the show. We're in the studio, and uh, yeah, it's a lot better in here instead of freezing my butt outside. What's going on today? Well, boy, howdy shit. The ball started rolling today, <laughs> baby. The ball started. Merrick Garland came out today and appointed a special counsel. Oh, Lord, another special counsel, John? Yep. Remember Robert Mueller, the guy that said, if we had confidence the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so? That's written right there. Yeah, he didn't say so. Nope, nope. But there were there were a counts of obstruction and justice. Now, it didn't do any good. But now we have Mr. Smith, baby. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Seems to me I heard a movie like, like that one time. Well, let's hope the outcome is the same. Mr. Smith is going to come to Washington. Right now he's over in the Netherlands at The Hague where he has been trying war criminals. Yeah, he's got a little experience with criminal law. And that's exactly what he's coming in here to do. He's going to be looking into the into the Mar-a-Lago documents, Donnie's handling of classified documents after he left the White House. Did he sell some? Did he copy some? Did, what's the deal, Donnie? They're not yours. Give them back. But he didn't. So now he's got his ass at a crack. I understand his lawyers are not looking forward to this at all. <laughs> what else is they're going to look into? They're going to look into the, the January 6th. Uh, insurrection that Donnie tried leading up to it. What happened on that day? Who was talking to who and all that shit? And let's don't forget the whole plot of the fake electors. You know, Donnie was going to send all fake electors in there. Yeah, I got that for him too. Anyway, it's going to be an exciting time coming up. We we knew they were going to wait until after the midterms uh, before they started the ball rolling on this stuff. And sure enough, shit, Merrick Garland came out and started kicking the ball down the field. Let's get after it, baby. I want to see this. Right. I want to see an investigation from an impartial prosecutor who is going to look into the criminal aspects of Donnie's little life. And you all know what we're going to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to find crimes, baby. That's what you're going to find, and that's what we're all looking forward to. Anyway, he declared himself running for president, so hey— you know, I hope you pass the bar, buddy. I don't think you're going to do it. I don't think the Republicans <laughs> are going to back you up this time, buddy. I think they're a little bit tired of your shit. But, hey, 
go for it. You know, you love all them speeches and all them rallies you're going to give. So that's what it's all about. Maybe you can twist some arms over something anyway. We got another election coming up December 6th. So be involved. This shit ain't over. We got things to do. Maybe we'll finally put a little 86 to 45 forever. Put his ass in prison somewhere. Right. Which is exactly where he belongs. Yes. But anyway, we'll get to that yes, later. Please. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your beer, your bud, whatever it is that you're doing to relax. Uh, sit back and reflect over where we've been and, and think about where we're going. Amen. Amen. That's right. Food, but I think it's going to be going in the direction we want to go with. Yes. Well, hopefully Donnie's a... <laughs> got his clackety teeth. <laughs> Is that news I hear knocking? Oh, it's his lower plate. Fucking <laughs> 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 teeth! Oh, you trying to kill me! <laughs> Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that, buddy. Oh, well, that's it. That's it, John. You're right. Let's see where this goes, man. Because Let's see where it goes, baby. Because the Republicans may be like trying to you know, investigate Hunter Biden, but I can guarantee you. Oh, that laptop. I can guarantee you, know, you if DOJ. It, it, it just screams to exactly who the Republican. And it should remind you, we've been down this road before with Benghazi, 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 with the yep. emails, yep. the emails. It's not about yep. legislation. It's not working for the American people. It's no. revenge, baby. That's what the Republicans want. Yeah. And that's well, what they, they're going to do. Yep. They ran on inflation. They ran on crime. And what are they going to do about it? Prices. Investigate J- Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. number one priority. Oh, yep. I, I have a question, though. If Kushner got $2 billion from the Souds. Oh, don't, and pay, it, don't and, catch into that. And it's not on Hunter Biden's laptop. Did it really happen? Well, yeah. I heard there's yeah, talk of uh, I heard there's talk of uh, when the January 6th committee wraps up in the House, um, possibly moving it to the Senate if they need to do more investigation. Yes. Yep. And they need as to. well they should. They mm. need to. Good. Unless, unless it uh, interferes with the ongoing criminal investigation. Could be. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know that they have that much more to do. They're going to write their report and, uh, you know, it's going to be pretty damning. So <laughs> I did see I did see their their plan, though. They actually came out with a plan for inflation and high gas prices. Who, really? Republic, Republicans? Yeah, their plan for inflation is Hunter Biden's laptop, and high oh. gas prices will be covered by Ashley Biden's diary. Yeah. Oh, well, by okay. the way, did you notice gas prices going down after the midterms? Hmm. I, you know, I keep telling going everybody down. the caravans of inflation furries just disappeared with the gas prices. Hmm. We're back down to about two seventy-seven a gallon down here. Hmm. Yeah. Two seventy-seven. Wow. That's cheap. Yeah, well, uh, baby, the refinery is right across the street. <laughs> right, okay. Well, you do have that. So, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, Nancy Pelosi was on. Uh, Joe, you, your, your uh, social media friend of the week. <laughs> mm-hmm. She okay. was on with George Stephanopoulos last Sunday. In the face of all this news, uh, we see that Donald Trump is planning to announce for president again on Tuesday. Is that good news for Democrats? I don't go into any discussion of his plans. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think it's bad news for the country, let's put it that way, because this is a person who has undermined the integrity of our elections, uh, has not honored his oath of office, who has encouraged people, strange kinds of people, to run for office, who do not uh, share the values of our democracy. They've said it very clearly uh, in their statements, so he has not been a force for good, so I don't... 
don't think he, his candidacy is a force for good for our country. Right. But that's up to the Republicans to decide, to decide who they will will choose. Understand this: we have very vast differences. The Republicans do not support science, so they dis- disregard what we're saying about climate. They don't support governance, so they don't want to honor uh, what science tells us in terms of the planet, in terms of of uh, uh, healthcare and the rest. So we have some very big differences. There's the, the main event of it all is the presidential. As important as our races are, if, if we were in Las Vegas, we're the lounge act. There, the presidential is the main event, and this will be uh, a, a very di- important election, very dispositive so, of the direction our country will go in. So do you think President Biden should run again? Uh, yes, I do. I mean, president Biden has been a great president for our country. He has accomplished so much. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I I am so sick of Andrea Mitchell asking everybody she brings on if Biden's too old to run. I'm like, "Um, Andrea, you're not much younger. Aren't you too old to be hosting a a show on MSNBC? How old is Chuck Grassley? 90. How about a thousand? 90. 90? No, it's 80. Eighty-nine. He's fixed to be 90. So shut your mouth. Oh, Happy birthday, President Biden. Indeed, baby. Indeed. Today's his birthday, and yet he's he's in better shape than me. Happy birthday, President Biden. Happy birthday, happy birthday, dear friend. We sing to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. And if it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. If it isn't, happy unbirthday to you. Beautiful. Yes. A wedding and a birthday. He yeah. had a full yes. weekend. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Anyway, and then Chuck Schumer was on, uh, went on CNN with the uh, morning crew down in Lemon's team. Just say this. The, the American people are yearning for us to get things done. And the yes. American people, first, they believe in democracy. I just want to finish that last point. The roots of democracy are much deeper than a lot of warriors, people who worried about the election, give it credit for. And they understood democracy was being eroded. But they also are practical. They want us to get something done for them. They don't expect us to do everything at once, but they want us to get something done. And that's why I think so many of them chose Democrats over Republicans, because we were focusing on what they cared about and what they needed, as opposed to just sort of tossing these hand grenades across the wall. But I am going. So I will say to my party, we're not going to get everything we want, like on the guns bill. We didn't get everything we want. But let's try to sit down with the Republicans and get something done. And even more, and just as importantly, I am going to say to the Republicans in the Senate, who are not the MAGA Republicans, stop letting them lead your party. Work with us to get things done. And I intend to sit down with Mitch McConnell and express that. And I think you've been saying that. You've been asking for Go on. Just quickly, when are you going to, you're sitting down with Mitch McConnell this week? No, I'm going to, I intend, I've said this yesterday and the day before too. um, I intend to sit down with him and say, how can we, we should be working together. You're not going to get the extremists in your party to work with anybody, but the rest of us can work together and get them some real things done for the American people. And in answer to your question, we got plenty of the Do you think it's going to work this time? Well, in the last Senate, where we got so much credit in June, July, and August for getting so much done, and it helped change the election around, five of those six bills were bipartisan. The guns bill was bipartisan. The bill to help our veterans who were exposed to the toxic 
uh, toxins that came out of the burn pits was bipartisan. The most major industrial policy bill ever, or in very long time, the chips and science bill was bipartisan. We did most of our, I tried to do things in a bipartisan way, and we've had some Senator, success. I understand what you're we saying. Have to You've do had, more. You have had lots of success, but I'm wondering what is different. Do you think there's going to be a... Um, it, what is going to be different this time with the MAGA Republicans? Because you said you said that before. Please work with us. Why is it different this time? Why it's do you different think this be time because they lost. They all expected to win. The red wave proved to be a red mirage. And one, if not the main reason, but one of the main reasons for sure, was that average American folks, even those in the middle, even those who tended to be Republican, mm -hmm. said, I'm afraid of this MAGA. They're trying to ruin our democracy. It's not, if you look at the numbers, if you look at the results, House and Senate, the MAGA Republican way didn't work. The MAGA Republican candidates across the board, you just showed some of them, lost. Yeah. So if you're a good leader of a Republican party, you say continuing to follow them is a path to disaster. There you go, a path to disaster. <laughs> I need that framed on the wall. <laughs> Gotcha. The but there's a few caveats there because <clears throat> you have to presume that there are those of the Republican Party who have some leadership qualities because I don't see it. Mm -hmm. right. If well, they're not maggot Republicans, where's the leadership? Well, I mean, to stand up against this. Well, I mean, but right. you had this bipartisan, you know, respect for marriage bill that already passed the House, but they made some changes to it in the Senate to get to get the Republicans on board. And it sailed through. 12, 12 Republicans voted for it, overcame a filibuster. You know, but that's the way it's supposed to work. Well, That's the that way it's the supposed way. to work. You're supposed to, one party's supposed to reach out to the other and agree on common sense things they can agree on and get some, it's not supposed to be the grandstanding it's turned into. And with Nancy Pelosi uh, uh, fulfilling the rest of her term, does anyone doubt for a moment that she's going to be giving counsel to the new leadership how oh, to absolutely. peel off Republican votes? Yeah, right. Oh, I believe I believe there will be much collaboration between. Oh yes, absolutely. I mean, she's she's now in a true mentorship position, you know, uh, the wise counsel, and um, also I just want to extol one other aspect about Nancy Pelosi's leadership. Who else would have been able to uh, uh, come about with this kind of uh, transfer of power within her own leadership? She got Hoyer and um, Clyburn. Clyburn. I'm sorry, all of a sudden a brain lock. I mean, the the elder statesmen of the party to step aside for. Yeah, they, I guess they are younger, but uh, uh, just competent and uh, vibrant. And I just I, I'm looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, well, yeah. You know, I think. I but, mean, but see, this is the thing. You know, they've got two years to mentor them. Yeah. To teach them. But think about how she was able to do this. I mean, she did it in a Nancy Pelosi way. And then you look at the other side and. It's the Democrats in dis disarray in right. the New York Times, right? Mm. It's just astounding to me, this... this. Um, There's a meme out there of the Republican monkeys flinging poo. That's right. Well, I call it a, 
a slow motion night of the long knives. This is the purge of uh, those within their party who are not stalwarts to whoever the Godhead is. Oh, it's hard. Awesome. It's hard to think it's going to be DeSantis. I keep seeing DeSantis in those white boots. Yeah. White waiters. <laughs> well, know. you know, I mean, this is this is why they're, you know, Nancy and, and uh, Schumer, they're going to try to get the debt ceiling either raised or eliminated. They're talking about maybe eliminating it and, and get the, the FY23 budget passed, you know, before the Republic, the Republican crazies take control of the house. Because if that happens, you know, they've already said they want to hold out the debt ceiling to, to force Joe Biden to cut Medicare and social security. And, and oh that's not going to, I mean, the, the, there's no way that's going to happen. So, you know, they could, I mean, they, they could shut the government down and they don't care. You know, because once no. I mean, because once they're in there, I mean, who's to say who is even going to be speaker? You know, Matt Gates <laughs> is refusing to vote for 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 uh, McCa- I mean, uh, for uh, McCarthy. McCarthy. Because yeah. I mean, as soon as they convene in January, it's just going to be <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's about it. Running around, Lauren Boebert. <laughs> At least Louis Gobert won't be there anymore. But <laughs> but I wouldn't. I, 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 I wouldn't discount some of the visceral power that these maggot people will have. I mean, like a Marjorie Taylor Greene and a Burbert. Okay? Yeah, can you imagine? I mean, Marjorie. I'm sure we're aware of what happened in uh, Colorado Springs this morning. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just astounding. I mean, Burbert's on there going, oh, we got to stop this violence when she was perpetuating it. Absolutely. Absolutely. This political violence, when I hear about people in the Republican Party electeds who are afraid of the maggots, well, there's a reason for it because political violence now is a norm and they know it and they don't want it coming down on their heads. That's why I call it a slow motion night of the long knives. They don't know who's going to, what stormtrooper brown shirt's going to come through their door. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too is the guy that Adam um, Frisch, I think was his name, that was running yeah. against Lauren, Bo- uh, Lauren Boebert. I mean, uh, talk about yeah. two two differences. I mean, I mean, I understand he won the, uh, you know, the primary, the Democratic primary, but literally it was a race of this woman who identifies with down-to-earth people who owned a bar against a guy who is a rich businessman and lives in a mansion in, you know, in Aspen. (laughs) And yet... I mean, he came within 500 votes. Here's this salt-of-the-earth, gun-on-the-hip, salty gal... With a husband who exposes his tattooed wanger <laughs> to underage girls at bowling alleys, um, who somehow and mysteriously within yeah. a short two Real years of her guys. congressional uh, tenure has amassed over 44 million bucks. How does that happen? Uh, hmm. It's hard to figure out. Hmm. Isn't it justice? Yeah. And, and I, that wh- why, why was, I, I don't want to say that there's some fault in anybody's campaigning, but I don't know why that wasn't trumpeted. I'll tell you why. Because we have a messaging problem, and for some reason, the media won't ever report that message. Because it would have been nice to have heard about that on a more regular basis. Because, you know, on Fox, all these commie things that Biden is doing, they hear that Mm 24-7. And we don't even get to hear facts. Right. Well, speaking of facts, (laughs) do you see Tim Miller... 
uh, interviewed Steve Bannon on that. Uh, I don't have Showtime, but it was on that. What is it? Political Circus show. Uh, oh. But uh, this. Happened. You're the king of the Stop the Steal movement. What are you doing here? Sh- shouldn't she be running away from you, running towards the moderates, trying to get the old John McCain, Jeff Flake voter? I think she's going to get that. You know, Carrie Lake's the future. Carrie Lake, this energy that uh, this oh, populist God. nationalist energy. But what's she, do, she doing to appeal to those voters, the moderates? I it think, seems like she's running against those no, people. No, I tell you what she's running for. This is the independent vote and the, and the working class and middle class out here. But people. why is she still talking about the 2020 election? Wait to the House of Representatives next year when we have a real J6 committee. Oh, come And on. we're going to adjudicate. Oh, no, we're going to adjudicate all of 3 November. We can't, we're not really going to. believe this. 100%. You seriously 100%. think it was a stolen state? 100% no one And she still thinks it was and she's oh, still talking about 100%. it? 100%. People stormed it's the Capitol over this shit, dude. These are, these are lies. That was not by Trump. That was these are lies over the lies. Not, by the way. If you weren't lying if, about hang, it, that hang, wouldn't hang, happen. Hang on. Come on. You, you don't believe this, man. I'll argue with you about the border. You don't believe this shit. I'm not doing 100%. this anymore. I'm not doing right. it. Right. Right. Full of shit and need a shower. <laughs> Excuse me, did that guy cut him off? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's how you're supposed to interview those guys. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not having it anymore. I'm done. Okay. Good. I'm not having it anymore. I'm done. He's right. supposed to. Okay. He's supposed so to, but he gets to roam around. Oh, puppy. Yeah. Also, I want to remind folks about Bannon, and I'm going to beat this dead horse as long as I can. And that is. Uh, the Italian fascist kicked Bannon out for being too fascist for them. Right. So exactly. And, and, oh, and also, wow. and also for being a major grifter too. And you know, they're already paying tribute to the mob, so they don't need Bannon around anymore either. Yeah. But wow. he was too fascist for the fascists. Yeah. Yeah. And now I he's mean, back home. Yeah. They should go to jail. Right. Why isn't Bannon in jail? After, after, no? after uh, I think after uh, Holmes has her baby. Mm, right. Mm. Well, I think he's that's out. Mixing, that's mixing metaphors. I think he's out pending appeal. So, uh, oh, it should be. Yeah. So, but anyway, and then uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden had a little bit to say uh, overseas. Let me start with a few words about the recent elections held in the United States. What we saw was the strength and resilience of the American democracy, and we saw it in action. And the American people prove once again that democracy is who we are. There was a strong rejection of election deniers at every level from those seeking to lead our states and those seeking to serve in Congress and also those seeking to oversee the elections. And uh, there was a strong rejection of political violence and voter intimidation. There was an emphatic statement that in America, the will of the people prevails. I have uh, I've traveled this week and it's been clear just how closely the world and our allies and our competitors as well have been following our elections at home. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little cold. And what these elections showed is that there's a deep and unwavering commitment in America to preserving and protecting and defending democracy. Mr. President, now, um, uh, you met with President Xi and you met with him face to face after he had unquestionably consolidated his power at home. So now that you've met with him face to face, how do you assess um, his sort of posture towards the United States now? And did you find him personally to be more confrontational or more conciliatory and willing to compromise? Neither and yes. Can you I, yes, I didn't find him more 
confrontational and more conciliatory. I found him the way he's always been, direct and straightforward. And uh, do I think he's willing to compromise on various issues? Yes. I think he understands that. Uh, look, I, I think, how can I say this tactfully? Um, I think the... Uh, I think the election held in the United States, which still leaves a little bit uncertain, uh, has sent a very strong message around the world that the United States is ready to play. The United States is, uh, you know, re the Republicans who survived, along with the Democrats, uh, are of the view that uh, we're going to stay fully engaged in the world and that we, in fact, uh, know what we're about. Amen. Amen. Yes, I think we do know what we're about, man. We spoke. We spoke. What do you think, Franzi? Yep. Uh, I think he's right on it. Mm. He's right on top of everything. Yep. Well, I mean, I, he's trying. He's trying to do things for us. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is like they they were, you know, they were attacking Joe Biden for that, you know, speech he gave with the red. You know, know the red behind him, and and you know, oh, yeah. talking about the importance of democracy, and they were panning it, saying, "Oh, that's the wrong message." Oh, what was this? It was a disaster. Blah blah blah. No, the American people heard what he said. No, I think it was. Yeah, we no. heard what he said, and we, and that's why people came out to vote. I know. I that's hear, why Gen Z. That's I didn't why hear women. What they heard. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, they were well, that's why a great lesson. Sorry. A great lesson to be learned from that is one that we went through through these midterms is that there are going to be some bad actors pushing out some weird polling numbers at us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the <laughs> one tell is that, that if it's overly negative, uh, maybe it uh, might be from a repug. Yeah. 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 Well, and the uh, Morning Joe crew had, uh, Von Hilliard on, and Joe, this is going to set you up here for the clown car. <laughs> um, but uh, they were talking about Carrie Lake's uh, loss. And Trump has been teasing a big announcement for weeks, and today we could learn whether he plans to launch a 2024 presidential run. It comes despite another one of his backed candidates, Republican Carrie Lake, losing her election for Arizona governor. She lost. Yeah. Really? And you know who I feel bad for? Yeah, I know. I mean, we have Mike Barnacle and Eugene yeah. Robinson. They're, They're still with us. Here. But, you know, um, she was really mean to him. She was. She <laughs> called him a bastard. She called him a bastard. She was always pointing her fingers like you. Yeah, she was getting like, right in his face. Japan. I'm going to teach you how to be Yeah. And all this. I felt really bad for him. And yeah. I, but, you know. He weathered the storm. He did. He he walked on. He through asked the, the rain. questions. He he, had, he, he kept, kept at it. But she was so mean to him. Yeah, I felt bad for him. I did too. Vaughn. Vaughn, you okay, Vaughn? This morning, are you doing okay, Vaughn? Because she was awfully mean to you. <laughs> Called you a bastard. Said that like you. I think you were bad, or maybe she said we were bad for or American evil. democracy. Evil. I don't know. She's it was always in your face. It had to be a How are you doing this morning? You feeling okay, Vaughn? I think you guys and me were in the same camp. How about that? Uh, I think it made sense also to be here today with this announcement, if we may. Could I say something about Carrie Lake, you guys? Would that be okay? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah we, we love Go that. for it. Okay. Uh, look, 
covered Kerry Lake for the better part of the last year and a half here. And I think it was perhaps fitting to be here across from Mar-a-Lago today. I finally flew yesterday from Arizona here. And essentially, though, I felt like it was covering Donald Trump's campaign of 2024, but in Arizona over the last year. She predicated her campaign on trying to sell the big lie and trying to sell the conspiracy theories. When she wonders how she lost this race, look at it. This is the third election cycle in a row in which Arizonans rejected Trumpism. In the final week of her campaign, who did she campaign alongside? She campaigned alongside Steve Bannon. Mm -hmm. She campaigned alongside one of the chief promoters of Pizzagate. She campaigned alongside an individual who promoted the notion of the war on white people. She campaigned alongside State Senator Wendy Rogers, who just earlier this year was here in Florida speaking at a white nationalist conference, somebody who frequently spews anti-Semitism. This is an individual who just last week called her Democratic opponent a pervert. This is an individual who suggested there should be perp walks for elections officials, criminal charges against individuals who oversaw COVID response in 2020 in Arizona. This is an individual who's celebrating putting a dagger into the, quote, the McCain machine. She asserted that Cindy McCain wants to end America. She called Mike Lindell one of the great patriots of our time. She said Dinesh D'Souza is one of the greatest patriots in America. She suggested Paul Gosar was the kind of lawmaker our founding fathers envisioned. She called the media the right hand of the devil, the scourge of the earth. But that doesn't sound like Donald Trump. I don't know what does. Right. And ultimately, the big question was, was she going to be able to make that sell here? And the answer is no, according to Arizona voters. And when you look at that slate of election deniers, from Tudor Dixon to Tim Michaels uh, to uh, Jim Marchant to Nevada to Mark Fincham, she was the latest one to fall, essentially making it a clean sweep of those not only right. election denier gubernatorial candidates and secretary of state candidates. And now Donald right. Trump is going to go and try to run on the very message that all these folks lost on. There you have it. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's going to be so interesting. And she's surprised Watch she the lost. Republican Party kill itself. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they were talking about, oh, we got to have an autopsy to see what happened, you know, uh, why there was no red wave. And, of course, what's the first thing they do? Hunter buys his laptop. <laughs> yep, yep. They're going to yep. look for more ways to suppress votes. <clears throat> Uh, more scientific gerrymandering. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and let's not kid ourselves. If it hadn't been for the gerrymanders, we wouldn't be where we are right now. No, we right. would not. We would yeah. not be there like we are in Texas. Here. We wouldn't have lost right. four house seats Florida. in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For instance. Yeah. But well, I call that the, well, yep. never mind. I was yeah. going to mention Cuomo, but maybe I better not. <laughs> well, Joe, are you ready to see what's happening down <laughs> in the clown car garage? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go see. I know you got that WD-40 I told you about already. All yeah. right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh-oh. <laughs> Come with me and you'll be in a world of purely magnation, turn real life off and live inside your imagination. <laughs> we fight. Woo! We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Fight for Trump! You'll begin with a spin. Facts to fiction of his own creation. What you're told will defy explanation. Yeah, so if somebody can explain this, that would be great. 
<laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, that's right. You want to join the cult, right? Hey, the MAGA Nation. The MAGAGA. The MAGAGA. Oh, MAGAGA. MAGAGA. Well, on Tuesday night, former President Donald Trump threw his yeah. yellow wig into the 2024 uh, Republican presidential race. Smells <laughs> a little shittier around here. Declaring yeah. that he huh? wants to make America great and glorious again, or great glorious again yeah choke on that right yeah Uh, yeah, gag me now in that effort yes creep throat wants to offer all his followers who are not no followers who are not serving prison sentences Uh oh shit a ground floor opportunity to participate in the new Magaga movement by becoming a member of his exclusive Magaga club get in Yes, what, what's yes. the deal, Joe? Well, by being a member, you can take a, uh, the opportunity to be a part of bringing Crumple Stilskin back to the White House. Oh, okay. <laughs> Crumple Stilskin. I could be a part of it. Yes. Well, here are the benefits what's, you can enjoy. Well, here are the benefits you can enjoy with a range of membership options to fit your budget. Mm, okay. Budget? All right. right. So, oh, okay. So, so, oh, so we have to pay. You might want to write these down. Okay. All right. Got, All right. got my pen. The basic membership is uh, for hundred dollars, hundred dollars a month. Whoa. A month. month. Yes. What? A month. Twelve hundred dollars a year. A month. Mm. Okay. Okay. Auto pay. Uh, Venmo. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Not a no, keep going. Same PayPal, thing. You know anything. Uh, Same. Uh, you'll receive daily emails updating the activities of the Angry Creamsicle. Oh, that's quite excessive. Including tour dates. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. And extra opportunities to contribute to his legal defense fund. Oh, oh. grifting at a thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be sure to present your Magaga membership card the next yeah. time you book a flight and uh-huh. get on Homeland Security no fly list. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Yes, that'll put you right Extra on there. bonus right there. Yeah. You're on the oh. list. Yeah. That's right. That's a pretty good deal for $1,200 a year, Joe. Yeah. yeah. It's the bronze membership. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. oh, okay. oh wait. There's more? A bronze membership. Bronze. Bronze. Ooh. Yeah. For $150 like a, like a, a month. 150 okay. 
Yeah. You get all the benefits of the basic membership. And yeah, in addition. Knowledge. In addition. In addition, a free subscription to Magaga Newsletter. Oh, boy. Okay. Entitled, entitled Boiled Ham and a Wig. Boiled Ham and a Wig. Is that candidate? Uh-huh. That's him. It's a weekly update of what Bullfinger's inside polling numbers are looking like. Boy, howdy shit. Give it a toss. And we're we're talking polling numbers both in the United States and in Russia. Oh. Oh, Well, that's an extra value right there. there. Yeah. Right there. Nice. Also in the newsletter, weekly grooming tips from Steve Bannon. (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) Wait a minute. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, they're so nasty. Okay, that uh, that saves water though, right? That offer make them libtards happy. That that offer may vary on depending on uh, Mr. Bannon's prison sentence. (laughs) All right. (laughs) He'll he'll still affect the layered look even in stir. I don't you like the layer? Justice, I mean, I, 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 that would go well up in Washington State, wouldn't it? So, well, I don't know. Is that $1,800 a year for that one, huh? No, that's, that's only 150 a month. Well, yeah. I layer, uh, I layer an L.L. Bean turtleneck with a flannel sweater. Right? Mm-hmm. No shirt. I layer. You guys peanut, don't stink. I layer peanut butter and jelly. Mm. <laughs> but you but don't anyway. Stink. I'm right there with Joe. Yeah. Now. Dude. Want to really upgrade? Go to the silver membership. Oh, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Now you're talking yeah, there you go. There you go. Now for two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, two hundred a month. Ooh. Yeah, but listen okay. to it. Yeah, we cut the budget, baby. You don't need well, to eat so much. Look at what you get. Yeah, yeah. yeah look jelly. What we get. What do hey. we get? You get every all the benefits of the bronze membership plus. As a special thank you, a Mar-a-Lago tote bag. A t- with Mar-a-Lago emblem? Right yes. there? Absolutely. On a tote bag? For that's, carrying, worth, that's worth the money right there, Joe. It's perfect right for carrying your riot gear and extra bear spray. Oh, okay. Oh. It also has a separate compartment for your yeah. breakfast burritos. Keep them nice and hot. And stolen classified documents. Oh, I, I want the It's a secret pocket, huh? I want the yes. nuke pocket. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. It's got a secret pocket. It's got a combination thing. lock on it. The top secret document in there. Nobody's going to see. This tote is yeah. eco-friendly. Oh. Yes, because it's made entirely from recycled Ku Klux Klan ropes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. I see. In other words, there's some, in other words, there's some uh, naked Klansmen running around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they're, they're all... They're all white. All the all the totes are white. <laughs> now, if you really want the upgrade, go for the gold membership. Gold. Oh, there we go. Okay. There we go. Now, you ready? Yeah. Yep. Wait. So, okay. How much? How much? Five hundred a month. Whoa! <laughs> it's a small price to pay for patriotism. Yeah. Tell me what I get, Joe. <laughs> all the benefits of the first the membership tiers. Yeah, them low lights thing down there. And Talk a limited, about us gold guys. Hmm. Yes, and a limited edition. CD of Bumbledore's Greatest Hits. <laughs> like, put right there, right up there on the shelf. Listen to some of these hits that are on the CD. Who don't want to listen? How about this one? Thanks to the cat house, I'm in the dog house with Melania. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, boy, how shit. See? Mm-hmm. Animal friendly. Yeah. Listen you know to what this. they say, ain't that a bitch. <laughs> ain't it? <laughs> and oh, how about this one? 
How could you believe me when I've been a liar all my life? Yeah, I, I told you before. I was a snake. What are you doing? Believe me. That's right. And how about this one? Fun huh? is okay. the reason our kids are so dumb. Oh, yeah. okay. Whoa. <laughs> Even with yeah. the Einstein. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So that's that's your club membership. But you're going to want to go for the the ultimate. Well, the I was going to say for six thousand for six thousand oh, ultra the ultra that's ultra, a, that makes ultra. the gold look like shit. Ultra. Yeah, but yes. but Joe for six thousand dollars a year, don't you even get a Christmas song on there <laughs> on that a CD? Yeah, <laughs> that's five hundred a month. So no, oh. <laughs> no, got to go for the ultra. The ultra. This is it. The ultra. Oh. This is it. Oh, there is wow. the ultra on my gag 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 gag. Yeah, oh. absolutely. The ultra gag. Top, the very top tier. Yeah. The very top tier. You're gonna uh, want this uh, one. That's where we are. It's the platinum. The platinum, yeah. platinum membership. Yeah. Yes. One thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Or as many yes. catalytic converters as you can possibly trade. Right. Many <laughs> <laughs> you can steal and sell on the black market. That's right. Uh, you get all the above tiers. All that shit. And yeah. a chance to attend right an exclusive, exclusive first screening. First. Uh-oh. That's us, baby. First, of the That's movie, us. of the movie, PP tape two second square. Oh, oh no! I heard about this. <laughs> Damn! Right there. That's worth the money, Joe. Yes. That's, that's oh gonna, they're going to be knocking on the this door. This is the sequel program. you've That's been waiting for. Oh, yeah, wow. The sequel you've been waiting for. Shit. Yeah, we got to tape two. PP tape. We got to flush that down. Don't give away the ending. Second squirt. Second squirt. Second squirt. <laughs> it is. It is the sequel. No. Is that what's known as PP loan relief? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. Uh, relieve your bladder as soon as it's out of post-production in Moscow. Oh, okay. And the event will be attended by the Cheeto Benito himself. Oh, oh. get the man. Yes, yes, with the mushroom thing and the yes. Oh man, it's with the let the with, let, let it, it flow, let it flow. With an introduction huh? to the film, yeah, by none other than Vladimir Putin. Oh, he's going to be there too. Buddy. Yes, yes, two for one. You're getting yes. two for the price of one. Oh, wait, hear well, this. Get, get, we got to sign up, Joe. Just got to sign just, up for the ultra. How question. can you miss just out on this yet? No, I was just going to say that uh, Vladimir Putin or a close facsimile. Oh. What? Ah. Yeah, yeah. Or or uh, an Iranian, uh, uh, you know, missile. But oh. on the way out of the theater, you can buy autographed Magaga diapers. Hey. <laughs> Magaga diapers? Right, right after the show. Autographed. By the mushroom guy? By the mushroom guy. Yes. Man. That's, that'd be great on the market, man. You could save that for, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you can wipe your butt if you run out of toilet paper right there. Yeah, right. Your septic tank, you can save it for your septic tank. <clears throat> so, you never know. Get on the Trump train early, okay? Oh, God. I go for the platinum myself, but get on early. Receive all the benefits of being a Magaga Club member. Because who knows? In a couple of years, you may even end up in front of a grand jury. Oh! Yes. Ah. Yes. 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 A grand jury. There you go. Go straight yeah. to the fucking top. Right. Maybe questioned. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
You know, the, the demographic of the, quote, normal uh, Trumper around here is one that owns like a $125,000 monster truck, not counting uh, accessories. So I think they could uh, afford the Ultra. I you, mean, mean, you mean like the accessories like the, the rifle rack on the, the back window? Yeah, and, you know, the roll tight, the uh, roll oh, tight. Yeah. Black smoke uh, accessory. Get your up there. Yeah. Oh, and the Magaga decal on the on the, uh, yeah, the front door. Yeah. Flag. Yeah. You know those big tires. Those big tires. Flag on one side, flag on the other. Yeah. So those big yeah. tires on the excavation trucks yeah. in the mines. You know, about eighteen thousand or eighteen foot, foot tall. They got those. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do they have the Gadsden flag too? The Gadsden flag. Yeah. yeah. That's the snake. That's the one. You That's, need you uh, need one of those. Uh, we knew he's a snake when we let him in. Just yeah. boys. Justice. Also, I, I, I think that uh, just so we know, I don't want anybody to think like I'm a grammar Nazi because I'm really an English composition commie. Um, anyway, I, I, I think like uh, the state of Nevada, you know how it's pronounced Nevada. I think it's Magaga. Hmm. It's pronounced Magaga. Ah, okay. Instead of Magaga. Ah, okay. And definitely not MacGyver. Not Nevada. Nevada. And it has nothing to Nevada. do with Lady Gaga. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Magaga. So, <laughs> so Justice, I was going to say, do you need one of those little giant ladders to get into that truck with those giant tires? <laughs> you, they do. They have these, they have extending, uh, like, like <laughs> extension fire ladders that yes. they can scamper up. And they have to, they have to, like, belt in, too, like, yeah. with these little... Ru- crazy yeah the extent people will do just to thumb their noses at the rest of us yeah well. uh, they're, they're they're owning the libs though aren't they owning the libs right. owning the look at my car look at That's my big right. i was always an outsider because i thought a car was just something that you use to get from point a to point b and maybe back yes well jonathan um, Herschel walker's got a whole plan for dying yeah. up more gas customers. Oh, okay. we'll show them yeah so jonathan carl was it uh Trump's speech Tuesday night. Probably low energy. I actually saw people trying to leave um, and, and people leaving early even before he was done. He's still speaking now. Uh, and, and then they, I think, perhaps a little concerned that, that the, hall would, the hall would empty out too much. They actually started preventing people from leaving. So now they're no longer allowing people to leave. <laughs> and they show people they're like wandering around trying to because they're so bored trying to leave and the security guards won't let them out. We built the wall. Don't worry, before Caesar is done. Right. Oh, you know. What's sad is that I've I've been involved with a few losing campaigns, and that tenor in that room is exactly what it means. <laughs> it's just so sad. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought it was <laughs> hilarious. Get out of here. I thought it was hilarious that Emmett. Yeah, you're related to the candidate. <laughs> still got to get out of here. I thought it was hilarious that MSNBC didn't even show any of the speech. They were just talking about it and showing images of him talking with no audio. But CNN and and uh, Fox News went to it, and they got so bored they cut away. Cut away. Cut it off. Oh wow. But that comes down from Murdoch. I mean, if you look at Murdoch's uh, other media outlets like The Post and and others, oh, they're, yeah. they're 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 making a break with Trump himself. I love that. I love that on the they're cover. They're finding a new horse. 
just I, uh, hitched yeah. to. Yeah, I loved that on the cover of uh, the New York Post. It just said, Flor- Florida man makes an announcement. Yes, page 26. Yeah, love it. Oh, my gosh. I also so, love I don't think character. he's going to do well in the rest of the country. Oh, he will. Yeah. He will in MAGA country. MAGA yeah. Gaga. Yeah. MAGA Gaga. Yeah. So, Chris. Do, do they supply the Magaga barf bags, or do you have to bring them yourself? <laughs> the Magaga barf bags. Yeah, that's so, a, uh, they're, that's they're, a sound you make when you're when you've had just too much fascism and you can't stand it anymore. That's what I mean. Gag is right there. I keep looking at it, Joe. Ma, yeah. gag. You egg. could get those. You could get those totes with gag. a separate gag pouch. See, oh. there you go. So, uh, so Chris Jensen on MSNBC was reporting about Trump's speech. But we start with Donald Trump, whose big plans to announce his third run for president have, so far at least, been marked by bad optics, bad polling and bad timing. <laughs> In the past 48 hours, we learned of accusations he tried to sick the IRS on his political enemies. He dodged a deposition from the January 6th committee, was called out by his former vice president for endangering his life. And the one candidate who embodied Trump's brand of politics more than any other, Carrie Lake, lost in Arizona. Now, instead of rallying behind Trump's bid for the White House, more and more Republicans are running the other way. I think President Trump was a uh, an albatross uh, on the electoral prospects of some of our candidates. It's clear that uh, you know running on relitigating the 2020 election is not a winning strategy. Currently, Ron DeSantis is the leader of the Republican Party, whether he wants to be or not. Oh, wow. Oh, I think Trump uh, exploded when he heard that. <laughs> I am loving right? it. I'm going to yes. enjoy every time I see one of them Republican pukes get on TV and badmouth his yeah, ass. Yeah, right. I'm going to enjoy it with a smile. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, one of Trump's ex-White House staffers, Sarah Matthews, had this to say. Sarah Matthews. Sarah, you seem to have a pretty similar reaction last night to Jeb Bush, who, of course, was in turn kind of mocking Trump, saying, what a low-energy speech by the Donald. Time for new leaders. What would you think? Yeah, I mean, I was just that. It was low energy, uninspiring. I mean, during my time working for President Trump, I've watched him give hundreds of speeches over the two years that I worked for him. And that was by far one of the most boring. I mean, he himself (laughs) seemed boring while giving the speech. And you could tell he was trying really hard to stay on script. But then he started to get bored and started to ad-lib. And it just turned into a rambling mess, in my opinion. Sarah, the National Review uh, this morning, I think, says... uh, reflects what a lot of former allies of the president, Republicans, are thinking and saying that the headline is just, no, I think we can show it. And the first line is, to paraphrase Voltaire, after he attended an orgy, once was an experiment, twice would be perverse. I I know. I didn't say it. They wrote it. I just repeated it. But do you you think, do you think that it's just the media that was behind him that is turned and a lot of Republican lawmakers and quote-unquote elites. Does that indicate anything about his ardent followers? I do think that um, it's not. I think we need to pass over him. I think that, you know, he's... Uh, 
shown that he's not fit to serve. I think that by, you know, personally by inciting um, an insurrection, I think that he's unfit to hold office ever again. But I do think that last night's speech just showed that, uh, you know, he's uninspiring. It was kind of the same speech I've heard him give over the years. There's nothing new to it. This was an opportunity for him to give his followers a forward-looking message. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, it was kind of a boring speech. Wow. <laughs> yep. Hey, Tim, I do have a, I have a short clip of, of Donnie's actual speech. As a matter of fact, it's my favorite part of his speech. Can okay. I play it for just, yes, just a second? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. There you go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I just love it. Oh, low energy. Oh. Yeah. And of course, you uh, know, his spokespeople were out there to be like, oh, it was just marvelous. Marvelous. It was the <laughs> best speech he's ever yeah, given. Oh. Hey, Eric was there. Mar- Eric was there. Yeah. Did you see Madison Cawthorn was there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's oh. happened to Madison Cawthorn? I mean, he's done kind of like a little style change there with the yeah. hairstyle and everything. Yeah, I mean, making a, 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 a change in locations, too. I understand he bought him a nice. Uh, Nice little house to live in. He, yeah. he looked like Max uh, Max Headroom. He did exactly like Max yeah. Headroom. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, maybe frightening. <laughs> maybe his boy, yes. maybe his boyfriend got him to go to a decent stylist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you mean his cousin? Oh, his cousin. I mean, yeah. Yes. Uh, same. Uh, one, you know. Good, Nestor. Same. 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 Yeah. So, uh, so then, Morning Joe had. Uh, George Conway on talking about Trump uh, with Jared also. Um, but but George Conway, it's very interesting. Um, you, you, no politicians lining up to kiss the ring. Even Matt Gates, who we, we quoted well, who before, was, there at this uh, was, was going to fly down for it. And then he announced yesterday he couldn't come because of weather. I checked my weather app. It looked pretty good, actually, in between <laughs> D- DCA and, and PBI. Uh, but he didn't make the flight. Uh, this is... Um, this is a wounded, wounded politician, isn't it? Hmm. He is. He absolutely is. He does not carry the weight that he once carried. He, he, they're clearly not as afraid of him as they once were. They clearly don't want to kiss the ring in the way they once kissed the ring. But the problem is he's still there and he still has a chunk of the party, um, of, of the rank and file members of the party who are almost cultishly um, in support of him. And, and, you know, he's he's going to take, he'll burn the house down before he lets anybody else take the nomination for him. So somebody better, be, if somebody's going to challenge him, and I think it has to be a one-on-one challenge uh, because of the way the delegate rules worked out. If it's a multi-part, if a multi-candidate race uh, occurs, I think he's going to win it with 30 or 40 percent of the vote. So I think, you know, the Republican Party has a problem. They have to they have to fight Trump or let him self-destruct. Right. But they're going to be in the blast radius. It's just it's just it's just a terrible. 
terrible, terrible Hobson's choice that the Republican Party faces. And he's also, George, as you write about in the piece, under investigation. And part of this, he thinks, is to protect himself from prosecution. You've got a couple of federal probes. You've got the Fulton County, Georgia probe, all the stuff that's going on in New York on a civil and criminal level. There's a lot swirling around him in which he could be directly implicated. But just for people for to make clear from your legal perspective, does this protect him in any way from any of that? Absolutely not. It's Mm -hmm. basically it's it's kind of blackmail. It's got it's a threat. It's a threat of violence trying to deter prosecutors by by threatening impliedly civil disorder. He's done that a number of times. And it it would be, you know, if something like that does happen, he'd say, oh, these are the things that happen when bad people do bad things to, to me. And he's he wants that to happen. And he that's why, in part, he's running. And, and um, it's dangerous. It's just a dangerous thing. And the judiciary has made clear those yep. investigations continue yeah, regardless absolutely. of whether he's a candidate or not. There you go. Yep. Yep. There you go. Because I agree with the part where he says it's dangerous. It yep. is dangerous. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you heard it. I mean, the day that Friday when Garland appointed the special counsel, first thing out of his mouth, witch hunt. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. First thing he's going to scream, he's going to scream. This is all political. He's going to try to, you know, on my show, I've been saying it forever. He is not holding political rallies. He has it for a long time. He's out there trying to build an army. That's what he's doing. He ain't got a chance of being elected, but he's got a chance of getting his little minions to rise up again. When, When you hear GOP officials of any elk start talking about how Trump has a big chunk and then they always go of uh, the base. What they also mean is he's got a big chunk of money that he's not doling out to anybody and he's hoarding it for himself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they need to get some of that. And this is another way of chipping away from that grift because they realize he's a con man. You yeah. know? Well, I mean, that's the whole because thing. They're, <laughs> they're experiencing it themselves. Yep, he's Are they throwing aspersions upon his platinum membership card? <laughs> I'm <laughs> right. sorry, but you know. I I see a pyramid scheme when I smell it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Well, he's, I mean, this whole thing, I think, well, I said Tuesday night, I said the griff continues. Mm -hmm. You know, give me money, give me money, give me money. So, and I'm not kidding. I mean, he's still running that scam where you have to opt out from recurring donations and people of limited means have their bank accounts or life savings uh, just totally uh, drained. But I can tell my buddies I'm an ultra member. Mm. Ultra. Yeah. Ultra. Oh, yeah. There you go. And I'm broke. That's it. And there's some people that have, you know, second thoughts when that happens. And they go, oh, you mean all that orange makeup? These people only one thought at a time, Justice. One thought at a time. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That's true. They can't handle anything more than that. Yeah. Well, and uh, Adam Kinziger was on with Nicole Wallace, and he was predicting what uh, Kevin McCarthy's going to go through come January time. Oh, I, I got to tell you, Kevin is the biggest disappointment probably of any any friend I've ever had. He was a friend. Um, you know, before the election, I started to notice he was defending Donald Trump more than he was defending his own members of Congress. But he is the guy. He is the entire reason Donald Trump is still a political figure. Because in the caucus, in the Republican caucus, after January 6th, 
There were some of us speaking out. There was a lot of crickets, people trying to figure out where was this going to go. And the second Kevin McCarthy, in his cowardice, showed up to Mar-a-Lago, it changed the tenor in the caucus to like, I guess we're doing this. Donald Trump's saying Kevin McCarthy is a coward. If he becomes speaker, it will be the worst time of his life, and history will not be kinder. <laughs> what do you, what do you think the intervening event was between what he said to you all on the, on the tapes that, that we've all heard now? That for, for McCarthy, impeachment wasn't fast enough. He was an advocate of the 25th Amendment because it would go faster, it would be rid of him faster. And then, as you said, he single-handedly revives Trump. I, you know, but it, it's all money. I mean, that, he'll even say it was money because we all of a sudden see, I say we, so the 10 of us that voted for impeachment, we, we've all kind of made our little group, right? And somebody sent a picture of him at Mar-a-Lago the second this thing popped and we're like, what is he doing? And of course, immediately there was a fundraising thing up. And I think all it came down to is it's about raising money and he always wants to become speaker. Well, great, you may get the title, Kevin. Congratulations, it's gonna be miserable. History is not gonna judge you. How hostage do you think he will be to Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and those folks? <laughs> what will that look like? He's, he's going to be completely hostage. So first off, Marjorie Taylor Greene recently said that she's all in with Kevin McCarthy. Listen. She doesn't say something unless she's been promised something. Matt Gates is against Marjorie Taylor Greene because he wants to be more famous than her. And she's kind of stealing his thunder. He, if he wins, if he gets to 218, because we don't know what the majority is going to be, it's likely there will be a Republican majority. Any one of those people, you know, a couple, two or three, can deny him the 218 votes he needs. And so he's going to be walking around making deals with everybody, cutting every deal he can with the crazies. I call it the Freedom Club. Now, the question, Nicole, is going to be the moderates who are left. I don't even know who they are anymore. I don't know what they believe. Are they willing to say, hey, Kevin, this has gone too far and we will vote against you if you acquiesce to whatever this demand is? Now, truthfully, as moderates, we generally wanted to get along. We wanted to govern. So it's a lot harder for him to do it. The Freedom Club just wants to burn it all down. Yep. It's just going to be. It's, it's, Jim, jack it off. It's going to be pop Boys. the popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clown circus. Right. Oh. Speaking of clown circus. I'm going to tell you to keep the faith. Oh, do you ever watch a stupid movie late at night hoping it's going to get better? Don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? Because the other night, the other night I was watching this movie, I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires and cool people, are they not? But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I wanted to be a werewolf. But then, anyway, as I'm watching this movie, and then you can tell how stupid it is because it's one in the morning. So I'm watching my TV. Are these kids watching their TV? Are a vampire kill on their TV? So you know it's kind of stupid, but I'm still watching though. As I'm watching this show, what was funny? These kids had a vampire in their attic at their house. So they were watching their TV. Now I'm watching my TV. As they watching their TV, or they see the vampire killer on their TV. So they win this contest to bring this actor. Now, y'all got to stay with me. Bring this actor who's a vampire killer from that TV to get rid of this real-life vampire in that attic. Right, so as this actor comes to their home, he got all the right stuff. He got all the right stuff because, you know, you got to have a state and got to have a thing to, to kill him in the heart. And he got a necklace of garlic because that worked. I don't know what it does, but it worked. You got to have a cross because it burned. I know that worked. And then all of a sudden, this is what was so funny about it. As they're walking through the house... 
This, 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 this guy's got the holy water. He's blessing the house, this actor. Now he's all fake. He's blessing the house with his holy water. They walked upstairs and this vampire looking real good in this black suit. Whoa, that sounds like Senator Warnock, doesn't it? Looking all good in this black suit. Floated from the ceiling. He floated from the ceiling looking good and cool. And I'm thinking, whoa, they better get out of that house. If somebody float from your ceiling, get out of that house. That's, that's not your house. But as he floated from the ceiling, the kid jumped behind that hero. As they jumped behind that hero, the guy jumped in front of him with this holy water, threw it on the vampire's forehead. He covered his eyes. Then he took his hand away. He started laughing. And he said, that don't work. He took the cross, he put it on the vampire's forehead. And the vampire didn't even do anything. He said, that don't work. And that's the way it is in our life. It doesn't even work unless you got faith. It is time for us to have faith. We got to have faith in our fellow brother. We got to have faith in this country. We got to have faith in, this, in the elected officials. And right now, that's the reason I'm here. He's dumb as dirt, bless his heart. <laughs> Yo, yo, God. I know I paid up front, buddy, oh. but can I get a refund on my ultra ship? That shit's hurting. <laughs> we have, we have uh, Herschel Walker memberships. Uh, they started at a uh, uh, dollar. Okay, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for that. Take me off the ultra, Joe. Okay. Well, well his, his platinum goes for a dollar fifty. Oh, okay. Well, you know, uh, as, you, as we were listening to that, what you thinking is, what's next? Having a three-way with a farm animal? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, it it is. It, it, if Georgia, it, the mere fact that he's on the ticket should embarrass Georgia to, to no end. Right. I know. Well, you know. It just shows the ignorance of what they are. They don't. It's the same thing as Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're not serious. They just they want somebody up there to make a mouth. Yeah, Lord. Yep. What? Anyway, he ultimate, ain't gonna be there anyway. Yeah, it's, it's the ultimate on the libs. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's ignorant. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I don't want to be a vampire anymore. I want to be a werewolf. I was just yeah. like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. What's that and got to do? What's that got to do? I saw in in the Bible Belt area. That's kind of satan satanic. Well, what's that got yeah, to really. do with you running for senate? <laughs> yeah, really. Nice to know you want to be senator is sitting up at two o'clock in the morning watching vampire movies, <laughs> but, and evidently being very entertained by it. Yeah. yeah. But you have to understand, you know, like there are people that will vote for that. I mean, look at Grassley. I mean, there are people who voted for Grassley who also say that Joe Biden's too old for the office. Right. So I know. I, exactly. I, it's like it's, I said, one thought at a time in their head. They can't get two in there. You're going to screw them up. Right. Mm, yeah. Well, uh, and on the opposite end of the spectrum, Nancy Pelosi was just full of grace. But it's my, and my, been my privilege to play a part in forging extraordinary progress for the American people. I have enjoyed working with three presidents achieving historic investments in clean energy with President George Bush. <laughs> Transformative health care reform with President Barack Obama. and forging the future from infrastructure to health care to climate action with President Joe Biden. Yeah, who is that other president? 
Now we must move boldly into the future, grounded by the principles that have propelled us this far and open to fresh possibilities for the future. Scripture teaches us that for everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. My friends, no matter what title you all, my colleagues, have bestowed upon me, speaker, leader, whip, there is no greater official honor for me than to stand on this floor and to speak for the people of San Francisco. This I will continue to do as a member of the House, speaking for the people of San Francisco, serving the great state of California, and defending our Constitution. And with great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. For me, the hours come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect. And I'm grateful that so many are ready and willing to shoulder this awesome responsibility. Madam Speaker, standing here today, I'm endlessly grateful for all of life's blessings. For my Democratic colleagues whose courage and commitment with the support of your families have made many of these accomplishments possible. In fact, could not have been done without you. For my dear husband, Paul, who has been my beloved partner in life and my pillar of support, thank you. We're all grateful for all the prayers and well wishes as he continues his recovery. Thank you so much. Talk about some grace there. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. She was well, awesome. And then she put on her red coat and sunglasses and dropped the mic. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Drop, drop the mic and walk off. Yeah. Yep. Gonna you know, it. what bothered me, though, is that I didn't see any Republicans applauding nope. when she had mentioned her husband. Yep. They sat and there like bumps on a log. They sat on their hands and couldn't even give her that. And I that know. tells us everything we need to know about <clears throat> who's Indeed. true to America and who is not. Right. No mm -hmm. respect, no class. Yeah, I got nothing. Right. I got also, nothing but hate. You know, there's a few things that I noticed. I, I was so hoping that she would have mentioned Trump by, and I tore up the State of the Union speech uh, with, uh, yeah. as one of the accomplishments that she was able to do with him. But the, all kidding aside, uh, she asked John Meacham to help her make that, uh, write that speech. And, you know, the weaving of scripture and history uh, is a very Meachian style. And I mm -hmm. thought it was quite effective. And it was what we mentioned earlier, gracious. It was great. And isn't yep. that what we as Americans truly are? Yeah, gracious. it was just full of class, I yeah. tell you. Yes. So, but speaking of not full of class. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh <laughs> Representative Jim Jordan was with Representative James Comer. Now, this would be the James Comer uh, of Louisiana, <coughs> who, um, anti-abortion, um, um, paid for his girlfriend in college's abortion after he got her pregnant, and she has oh, the receipts. Huh. He even drove her to the clinic. Yes, exactly. Oh, to make sure. Yeah, and she has the receipt in a safety ah. deposit box to prove it. Hmm. 
And the, the treatment of we're looking at January 6th. We're looking at um, umbrella of political operations at the Justice Department all the way back to the, the very first whistleblower came to us over a year ago. Um, uh, about a year ago, I should say, regarding the, uh, the the school board's issue. So we're concerned about anything that is being done in, in a political fashion at the Justice Department. Because remember, the, the, you got to step back. It's supposed to be in this great country, the greatest country ever, it's supposed to be equal treatment under the law. And when you have a Justice Department that's not following that fundamental principle, principle I think that sets our country apart from all others, um, that is a major problem. Do you think the January 6th insurrectionists have been wrongly imprisoned? I didn't say anything. All I said is, all I said is, we're going to look at the, the politics of the Justice Department <laughs> based on the fact that we have had 14 different, actually more than 14 now, whistleblowers come talk to us. That's what we're going to focus on. And my last question is, if, what are the grounds? If we can keep it about Hunter Biden, this is kind of a big deal. We think if we can keep it about oh. Hunter Biden, that would be great. Whistleblowers came out of Jordan's uh, rear. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and that's one thing. But also, yeah, let's keep it about Hunter Biden. Yeah. And that goes back to John's axiom. Yeah. Yes. Keep it simple. Yeah, one item yeah, at a time. Mr. Anti-Abortion Comer there. Uh, hmm. Right? I still don't understand. Hunter Biden wasn't ever part of government, but that doesn't matter, right? right. He's no. The no. It's a, you know... You know the reason Hunter Biden is why they chose Hunter Biden to to go after, because Bo is dead. They would have gone after him, right? Well, he's he was so, the I good mean, kid, and they would have really just. It's just I I can't stand these people. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, I didn't play the whole clip because it was like three and a half minutes long. But he said right. later toward the end of the clip, he's like, "Look, we're not doing this just to drag Hunter Biden down and ruin his life. We're doing this because we want to. We want to." Uh, drag down Joe Biden. <laughs> or That's you know, exactly we want to prove that Joe Biden was involved in his corrupt business practices. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah. And and so the bottom line is, he just admitted the outcome of their investigation, right? Which I guess I mean he he's pulling on McCarthy because it wasn't McCarthy who said, "Oh yeah, you know, bringing up all this Benghazi stuff totally hurt her poll numbers." So that's why we kept it up. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, about her emails. Yeah, or well, what emails, did you get right? it? Well, have you seen her poll numbers? That's what it's it always was, about with them. Right. It's all part of a whole, though. I mean, not, so, and this is what we get. So, um, but I guess there's ways for us to. Well, it's already been put into effect. I mean, the the Biden administration has already amassed a, shall I say, an army of lawyers. To swap back ready. all of these. And I really want to see the dynamic. We would never do this because we follow the law. But I'd like to see some uh, people thumbing their noses at uh, their subpoenas and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you know what would happen. They're going to send SWAT teams to go after people because that's what they do. And we just let them get away with it, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Well, we'll close out with uh, Barb McQuaid. <clears throat> she was on with MSNBC, uh, Katie Turon, MSNBC, after uh, Garland appointed the uh, special counsel. Former U.S. Attorney Barbara McQuaid. And Barbara, can we talk a little bit about the timing of this, obviously, after the midterms? Uh, but having said that, I wonder what you make of this and what your reaction is, and in particular, about the timing of it all. 
Yeah, a couple things. You know, the uh, special counsel uh, regulations say that the Justice Department should appoint a special counsel either when there's a conflict of interest, I don't think that's present here, or other extraordinary circumstance. And I think it was that second factor that Merrick Garland relied on here in this appointment. Um, it sounds like I agree with Lisa from the way uh, he chose his words that Jack Smith is going to come in and simply oversee the work that's already being done by a team of prosecutors. So it's not reinventing from scratch. It's just a new person to report to. He can get up to speed simultaneously while they're doing their work. But the one thing I find most significant, Chris, is you don't need to, to, to appoint a special counsel just to decline a case. You don't call in a Jack Smith, someone with incredible credentials, incredible reputation, pull them out of the Hague to do this work, unless you think there's a very high likelihood that one of these cases is going to result in charges. So that's my read. And I don't yeah. want to put words in your mouth, but are you suggesting that maybe it's close? Um, I don't know whether it's close or not close, because I think the timing was probably dictated by Donald Trump's uh, announcement. Um, but uh -huh. I do think that the likelihood that it will happen uh, is higher than I might otherwise have thought, because you don't need to appoint a special counsel if you're simply going to walk away from it. <laughs> Get on so, with the rat killing. And that puts the lie. I know there's a lot of people who think that, uh, you know, Garland's just trying to pull the string along by appointing a special counsel and stepping away and all that. But I got to tell you, it puts the lie to Jordan's charge about equal protection and due process because Garland has bent over backwards not to be politicized in the midst of this to the point of when. Guy announces his candidacy two years before an election, and he's still adhering to this, you know, we can't, uh, you know, go after someone who's running for president, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Right. Well, well, the special counsel gives some distance to that, and this is also, it's not, he's not constrained like uh, Mueller was. We, we can't forget about what the thumb of Barr had on all of that. Well, I'm just curious about if, if you know, Jim Jordan, chair in the Judiciary Committee, is going to be hauling, you know, Merrick Garland in or try to haul in this special counsel and try to gum up the, you know, the investigation. Yeah, and actually and hold some purse strings too. But I also think, that, like, once again, uh, the Biden administration has thought about this. Mm-hmm. And I think that they have a few workarounds, yep. if not actual confrontations in the midst of it. Because they know what Jordan and the rest of them are capable of. They saw it. They saw it through from Clinton on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look what they did, did with Obama. And it's unfortunate that we don't have Nancy Pelosi in the midst of this. But I think we have more than capable leadership now, especially with, you know, the mentorship and advice of. The old sages. Yeah. Well, I still say still there. get the Democrats to get a couple of couple of uh, of Republicans to side with them and give Liz Cheney eight, 218 votes as speaker. She'll put a stop to this crap. <laughs> and, and also, if I might just make one small point, we keep forgetting that, you know, these kinds of investigations and bringing things to trial sometimes take four or five years. I mean, that's the normal course of events. And for it to be happening as fast as it is is astounding, and I think that people want it 
to be done like in an hour cop show. Well, I think and that's the just thing not is, how it works. You know what? What one person said I heard was that, you know, he's basically just taking over the investigation. You know, he, it's not starting over from scratch. All of the exactly. prosecutors that right. have been working on this case are now reporting to him instead of to Garland. So it's just it's just changing out the guard. You know, who's in it's charge? It's a matter of bringing him up. To you speed. know. Mm-hmm. You know, Mueller didn't actually start from scratch either. I mean, there was, you know, a long investigation by the FBI that uh, Trump tried to dismantle and did pretty much. But uh, the, the difference is that uh, uh, Mueller had to construct a team from scratch, you know, and then figure out this far flung investigations that were going on. Everything's right there for Jack Smith. He He's just now... I guess being the uh, offensive coordinator of sorts, you know. Mm, yeah. Well, Where he's you know coordinating all these different aspects, and uh, and I, I believe you know I, I go along with Barb McQuaid. Yeah. Uh, this could happen a lot quicker than we anticipate or well, expect so. now, and uh, he's more than adequate. I you know just because his name's not out there doesn't mean that this guy hasn't had some influence. Yeah. Well, well I, I mean, I, I think he's going to get a lot of re- name recognition here pretty soon. Yeah. Well, and, uh, the minute that uh, Donald Trump gets invited to, or indicted, the Republicans are going to just, uh, <laughs> right? Oh, it's going to be, Joe, oh, they're going to be running around session. with their hair on fire. <laughs> you know, and he's got a lot of experience. I, sorry to keep going on about this, but you know, the Kosovo uh, war crimes aspect was a very complex case to have to sift through. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's he's sort of like uh, it, it's not like his, it's not like he's Mueller where Mueller was you know pretty much retired, you know, having a few hot toddies. Right. And, um, you know, this guy's been working. So his his gears are juiced. Yeah. They describe him as impartial and determined. Mm. I like the word determined in there. Yeah. So we got to wrap it up here. So Justice, tell people where they can check you out. You can check me out still on Twitter at Justice Putnam. Find me on Daily Co's and, of course, Netroots Radio five five mornings a week, Monday through Friday, for West Coast Cookbook and Speakeasy. And also I have a music show on Sunday nights called The Justice Department, Music Sans Frontier. All right. Thank you, Justice. And we'll go to John. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook under John Bredevo or on uh, uh, YouTube at a Blue Dot in Texas, on TikTok at a Blue Dot in Texas, soon to be on Mastodon. I'm still on TikTok. Uh, ah, shit. I'm all over the place. I, I'm trying to keep up with all of He's it. He's on TikTok. I'm on the Tim Cormall show and happy to be here. Thank you, John. And, uh, so, so, yeah, look for me wherever you find your fine produce. All right. Thank you, John. <laughs> and uh, Francie. Uh, still on Twitter until they throw me off. <laughs> Joe, you're my hero. <laughs> <laughs> you, you went out with a boom. <laughs> um, and then uh, Mastodon, uh, Counter Social, Twitch, Discord, uh, my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and um, thank you once again, you know, uplifting, uplifting my spirits. I think we're going to be okay. And I want to wish everyone out there happy Thanksgiving and, you know, may it be peaceful. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Joe? You can find me on Facebook 
You can find me at WordPress, jsantorsa.wordpress.com, where we have the Clone Car Update every week. And Friday night, 7 to 10 Eastern, I'm over at It Came From Cleveland on RadioForHumans.com. All right. Thank you, Joe. And you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm still on Twitter, Tim Cormall. And now on Mastodon at Tim Cormall at Mastodon.lol. And uh, and, uh, don't bother following me on Instagram because all I do is look at crazy cat videos over there. So, so, in my head. Yes. So, with that, yes, in your heads. That's right, Kathy. All right, Franzi. And with that, we're going to close out with Lauren's latest song, which uh, goes right along with your uh, Magaga Clown (laughs) car joe this is her latest song magaria (laughs) so with that take it away lauren and we will see you all soon happy thanksgiving everybody we'll be off next weekend but we'll be back with the best of the clown car and then we'll be back with you the following week we've been cheated by trump and he makes us all sick now he's back on the sun with his usual shtick $2 a month, you can help me continue to help you laugh at the news that would otherwise make you cry. And you can check out other ways to support my work by clicking more in the information section right below this video. Thanks!